Hello and welcome back to season four of The FOD, the future of all things digital commerce, the move to composable architecture. Now, here we are for the final wrap-up episode, and I just want to take a minute to say thank you to all of our guests that have taken some time out of their schedules to talk to me over the last six months. All of you have been super honest, um, you've been insightful, uh, you've spoken through real-world challenges that you faced, mistakes that you've made, things you would do again if you had the chance, and loads and loads and loads of other really cool uh, insights that our audience can hopefully take away and implement uh, if they are at the start of their composable journey. Today's episode is a short one. Uh, I just want to take five minutes or so just to recap some of the key points that I've taken myself uh, from the conversations that we've had um, on the podcast, as well as at a number of events I've been to, whether it be the Composable Cocktail Club, the Expos over the summer, uh, and many a webinar that I've joined over the last few months. It's safe to say we're still right at the start of this move to composable architecture. There are still many challenges um, that we're struggling to overcome. And there's probably a hell of a lot more that we're going to be facing over the next couple of years as companies really start to chop and change the different products that they're using that we believe is going to be fairly straightforward um, based on uh, what we're told so far. But let me get started. Um, it's not going to be a long one today, but I hope you like it. And uh, here we go. So um, one of the first questions I ask every guest is what is the biggest challenge that they have faced in their move to composable architecture? Now, lots of challenges have been discussed um, over the series. Um, however, the key one that I feel needs highlighting right now is organizational readiness. Um, is your business aware of the transformation it's about to undergo? And is it ready? This means the stakeholders, the leadership team, the employees, the entire business. The move to composable architecture is a journey. It takes time. Sometimes that can create problems in itself. Um, so ensuring the business is ready to go on the journey is absolutely pivotal to its success. Um, at the recent uh, cocktail club event that I just mentioned, uh, Paul from the very group uh, called it storytelling and referenced the seven or eight times he had to tell the story to get everyone bought in. Don't be scared if that needs to happen for you as well. And business readiness is something all of our guests spoke about on the series and something that I personally think is absolutely key to ensuring a successful transformation. We then moved on to top tips. And again, I mean, there was loads that, were, that had been discussed. Um, from selecting the right partners and accepting free pr uh, free proof of concepts, because why wouldn't you, um, to making sure knowledge is being shared across the business, as well as the business actually taking ownership for the overall architecture. Um, now, the two that I want to focus on right now, though, are selecting the right vendors and ensuring that you fail fast and you fail quick. So why is selecting the right vendors so important? Well, hopefully it's a fairly obvious one, but in short, these are the future of your business. Uh, the software vendors uh, will be powering your ecosystem and your agency partners should be leading you through the transformation. Um, you need to ensure, A, the technology you choose is best for your business, both here and now, as well as to scale. 
in theory, you can obviously chop and change to different partners. However, you don't want to be doing this every two years. It's just going to prevent your ability to innovate. And, and B, your partners will be there to support you uh, when times get tough and maybe your products don't talk together um, like they should. Your agency partners, and I put partners as there will likely be a few, are also absolutely fundamental to your business successful transformation. Um, they should be advising and guiding you on the best decisions to make based on their successful background in, deliver in delivery of composable transformations. On that note, something I really want to stress here um, is make sure you get case studies. Multiple guests, uh, David, Craig and Glenn come to mind straight away all spoke about the importance of case studies before moving forward with their chosen partners. I think one is for certain, uh, times will get tough on the journey. Um, so ensuring you're supported with the right partners is absolutely fundamental to a successful transformation. Secondly, fail fast and fail quick. Again, this has been stressed by almost everyone on the series, as well as in almost all of the webinars that I've attended. So hopefully it doesn't come as news to you. Um, previous big bang deliveries um, that you may well um, you may well be used to um, will not work when it comes to composable. Um, to ensure a successful transformation, you should break down your pre-existing monolith uh, slowly and perhaps uh, go headless first, then follow with the PIM, then the search or the CMS. I mean, you get the gist here. Um, it's also important to note that you should start with what will bring the best ROI for your business as that's going to be really key to keeping everybody bought in throughout the journey. And hopefully that's a given. Next, I want to talk about, um, next was an interesting one. This was companies that may not need to consider going composable. Uh, we had some varied responses to this one. From why wouldn't you, to you need to be digitally mature enough to make it work. Having spoke to many leaders over the past 12 months, my opinion here is that the business needs to be ready and accepting of the change it's about to undergo. Um, if it isn't digitally mature, it's got a hell of a learning curve ahead of it. Um, however, that's not to say that it's not the right thing to do. Um, Alex, one of our last guests, summed it up pretty well, saying, what do you want to do? If you just want to sell online, then perhaps it's not best for you. However, if you have unique areas to your business or you want to really stand out from the crowd, then composable is probably the way, probably being the key word there. Um, the most important thing is making sure you understand your business's problems and what it wants to achieve first of all. Technology should never be the driver for change. And then finally, we come on to some of the biggest benefits of the move towards composable architecture. Now, many of these are common knowledge because the Mac Alliance does a really, really good job at promoting the move to composable architecture. So I'll keep this one pretty short. Um, increased speed and reduced risk in, in deployments, improved innovation, flexibility and agility, uh, improved go-to-market time. Um, I mean, they're all just some of the points that have been discussed. It's clear to me that there's plenty of benefits uh, for composable architecture. Um, however, the most important question I think you need to be asking yourself is, are they necessary for my business to be successful? Um, I hope you've all really enjoyed tuning into the series. Uh, I, for one, have enjoyed speaking to everybody. Anjali, Craig, David, Glenn, Alex and Felix. Um, I just want to say thank you, all of you, for your time. 
Um, you've all got super busy schedules and you've taken time out of your day to talk to me, somebody who's learned this on the job, um, to share your insights, not just with me, but with our audience to help those that are about to go on the journey, do it as well as they possibly can. Um, if you're still listening right now, then please do like and share on our socials. Let's make sure we get this in front of all of those that need to hear it. And you'll hear me again soon for season five, where the theme is still composable, but with a twist.